Hi, everybody. Welcome to Vacation Rental and Airbnb Mastery. This is part three of our seven-day mini-series on pricing, and it's titled, Don't Scare Your Potential Bookers Away. Optimize for those other fees. So other fees. We've talked about this several times, but it's super important to get the point across because it's all over the news right now. We've seen it in the Wall Street Journal. I've seen it in CNBC. People are talking about all of the fees that come with an Airbnb and even saying they're going back to booking with hotels. So Tim, all of this going on with people complaining about fees, we do need to listen, right? To what guests are saying. Yeah, we really do. And you know, John, if if we reflect back for a moment on the first two podcasts in this series, you know, we've talked about having good awareness of your rental seasons. Central Florida has four seasons. Every area has their seasons. That's number one. Number two, do some really good comp analysis to understand uh, the price point that you should be charging to attract guests. This third piece gets into a bit more detail, and that is make sure all this good work you've done to get to a great pricing rental rate that you don't destroy that with these nickel and diming fees that could really turn off some potential guests. And John and I have talked about these in the past, but it's a critical part of a pricing strategy. So what are some of the things we know? We know that if you are opening up your home to pets, you absolutely can charge an additional fee because there is going to be some additional cleaning and possibly some additional wear and tear. And pet owners don't mind paying that because they, number one, appreciate you opening up your home to pets. And number two, they realize that there could be some additional cleaning. But some of the fees that we know are really starting to irritate guests are very high cleaning fees. It's the nickel and diming of a $25 extra for pool heat. These are the kind of things that we are seeing that are no longer being tolerated by guests. And why not? Well, because now they have hotels back in their consideration set that they didn't have over the last couple of years. So they're doing those comparisons. They're drawing the line as to what they deem is acceptable. John, how do you think about this? I put myself in like the shoes of the guests and I travel too. So sometimes I am a guest and it's when you get the sticker shock. Uh, When you look at I'm about to book. I saw this place. It was $300 a night. But then when you get to the final page and you see they've tacked on the service fee, which we know it's part of the platform, they tack on taxes because you got to pay your taxes. But then they tack on a clean fee that's $450 a night, more than the nightly rate. And then you go down and they want to charge a linen fee and then a guest services fee and maybe some other fees. But that's what scares you because in your mind, you're like three fifty a night, three nights. Okay, I know what I'm paying. But once you get to the final page, it's sometimes double what you've anticipated it to be. So that's really scaring people off, and it creates this barrier to booking with you. Um, and that's because we all want to see like a low nightly rate to like reel us in, and then people slap us with the fees later. That's how most um, hospitality businesses actually run. Hotels, they put it all in the in the rate and it's more transparent. But in the short-term rental industry, this is very common and it creates this, this scare and it turns you off when you go to book the property. So we want to optimize for these other fees and let's talk about some action items. Um, action item here would be to do 
like Tim said, that comps analysis, also on the fees that are being charged. Um, what is a comparable cleaning fee? What is a market cleaning fee? That same six to 12 uh, property comp set also add a column for cleaning fees. So you could see what they're charging. So you know that you're not charging way above market or way too little to do a good job. Because if you're doing it market, you shouldn't have an issue scaring people away. You also want to make columns for other fees that are common to see if there's trends in fees that people are charging in your area. Because if you're the only one charging a linen fee, you're going to be the one that people are not booking with. Um, also, there's this thing called like an extra person fee. And I'm, I have mixed feelings on this. So I'd like your opinion on it, Tim, because I don't know too much about this one. But if, if the property is for 10 people and they bring 14, it's to charge for those four extra people. And I've seen anywhere from 15 to $25 per extra person. Because as a host, you have to put extra linens, you have to prep the unit, you have to do more cleaning. I get that. But what are your thoughts on that extra person fee? Yeah. Um, so I don't like charging the extra person fee. If, if I make an exception and, and I allow the guests to you know, bring a few more people than my max occupancy states, I don't like to charge extra. But John, you know, I charge uh, a deposit up front. It's a refundable deposit. And I assume that my refundable deposit is going to cover that if there's wear and tear or damage caused by the extra number of guests. We're going to do a podcast on deposits down the road as, as part of this series. But personally, that's just one more nickel and diming that I think uh, can really turn away a potential guest. I think so too. Um, and all in all, try to optimize for these fees by not charging so many fees. Um, the big takeaway here is the clean fee. Make sure it's market, um, because if it's market, you're you're in the clear. If it's higher than market, you're not. And the other fees, think long and hard on if you actually want to include other fees, because as a as a guest and as someone booking a property, you know you only want to see nightly rate taxes, the platform fee, which you don't want to pay anyway, and then the fee for cleaning when you leave. Right, you don't want to see other fees there as someone booking a property. So think long and hard if those fees are so important to you that you would like to drive away potential guests. And I'll, I'll give you an example of this: like if if you want to charge fifty dollars for a linen fee, you you can try to charge for that fifty dollars, but you might scare away potentially a three thousand dollar booking with you. So would you rather have that fifty dollars or the three thousand dollar booking? Right, it's it's pretty clear to me, but. It's a personal decision, and this is just our opinion, and we're just sharing our experience. Um, Tim, is that kind of how you think about it? Like when you when you do your your f- other fees section, I mean, you don't want to scare away guests, so it, it really is. And you, and you know the uh, the best example that I can think of, John, is there's an airline out there that always advertises very cheap rates, forty nine dollars one way. And then you go in and you book a flight on that airline and you find out during the checkout, well, every seat has an extra price attached to it. So that $79 just got me the right to fly on that plane. Now I've got to pay an extra price for the seat. I've got to pay an extra price if I'm going to carry on luggage. I've got to pay even more if I'm going to check luggage. They don't provide free beverages, so I have to pay. By the time I got to checking out, the price was actually a little bit more expensive than a comparable airline. 
And that frustrated me so much that I'll never go back to that airline. That's what we as owners want to avoid. We want to avoid that nickel and diming, that excessive charge where you just frustrate the potential guests. So the way I think about it is I really do like to limit it to what is my rental rate, my cleaning fee, and my tax. If I can keep it that simple, then I'm not going to appear like I'm nickel and diming or trying to pull one over on the guest. That's my approach. John, you've said this many times. There's many ways to think about it, but I think we are in a very competitive marketplace. The economy is uh, not optimal right now. So we've got to think in, in terms of how do we really appeal to the guest. Absolutely, Tim. And on the next episode of our mini series, Tim and I are going to share with you our thoughts on dynamic pricing and whether you should use it, even mess with it, what dynamic pricing is. That's going to be on the next episode of this mini series on pricing. We want to help you thrive. So I would like you to subscribe to our weekly newsletter, The Five, where we will share exclusive insights to help you achieve your short term rental goals. Our subscribers get exclusive access to resources like the Comparables Analysis Worksheet and much, much more. Things like rental agreements, ebooks, communications templates, and pricing tools, and much, much more will be shared to your inbox each week. So with that being said, go to vacationhomehelp.com slash podcast, enter that email, and we'll send you some exclusive resources, just like the worksheet that will help you do your comparables analysis this week. And with that being said, on to the next episode on dynamic pricing. Take care. If you need a new Airbnb cleaning service, Vacation Home Help connects highly talented cleaning professionals with high-performing hosts like yourself. Use coupon code PODCAST for $50 off your first service.